Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first, we want to give a shout out to our partners, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, We Coach, the Florida Coaches Coalition, and Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You've heard me mention many times, these are four great organizations. You should really add them to your network. And now, don't hit that fast forward button. Stay with us for the next three minutes. We'll give our sponsors their shout out. These are all great companies that I used as a coach or as an AD. You should be using them too. Here we go. We want to say thanks to Home Campus for their support of the podcast. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association management platform for us. They're also your one-stop platform for scheduling, student-athlete eligibility, clearance, and a whole lot more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just fantastic, and you'll love it too. To find out how to get started with Home Campus, here's what you have to do. Go to homecampus.com. That's it. Go to homecampus.com. We also want to say thank you to Gipper, which is the official social media graphic solution for the Educational AD Podcast. Go to gipper.com, mention the podcast, you'll get a nice discount, and start creating world-class marketing content for your school's social media channel. It's so easy, even I can do it. Celebrate your athletes, promote your teams, join the over 3,000 athletic programs, both high school and college, that are using Gipper. There's a lot of platforms out there. Gipper's the best, hands down. Go to gipper.com for more information. We want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure that our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided that allowed them to coach our kids up to their highest level. Uh, go to huddle.com. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 8 million users and turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to thank Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Go to their website, vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. It's a great way to show off your school record boards for all the teams, for all the sports, or your school's Hall of Fame. Or just tell more compelling stories and showcase your proudest moments. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com for more. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, digital ticketing that offers more. Whether it's more support, more security, more customization, Hometown is here to make the best solution for you. It's also the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com to get started. We want to say thanks to our good friends at Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. Uh, check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. Their Snap Raise, their fundraising platform. Stop right there. It's the best fundraiser, hands down. But there's also Snap Store, Snap Manage, Snap Connect, and a whole lot more. You'll find it all at snapraise.com. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, and see their tables and their boards in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table, and you'll feel the same way. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, check out their great products 
today. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to show you how they can set up a custom survey that lets you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. ADs already hear back from the complainers, the 2% that want to gripe about everything. Athletic Surveys connects you with the 2%, but they also connect you with the 98% that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have uh, when you're talking to that frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Schedule that custom survey today. Athleticsurveys.com. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going to South Carolina today, and we're going to be visiting with Cody Slaughter. Cody is um, not just a certified master athletic administrator. He's also the head football coach and the AD at South Florence High School, uh, coming off a state championship season and also something called Athletic Director of the Year. So excited to hear about it. Cody Slaughter, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. Well, we're excited to hear um, how things are going for you at South Florence, but we always like to start out and give our listeners a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio, where you were born, where you grew up, maybe take us up through your own college years, and then we'll take a break. But what's the Cody Slaughter origin story? Yeah, so uh, I, was, I was actually born in Augusta, Georgia. Um was there for just a few years and, and my parents uh, divorced. Uh, we moved to a very small town in South Carolina, Bamberg, South Carolina, uh, which is kind of where I grew up from first grade on through my senior year in high school. I uh, was a three sport athlete, football, wrestling and soccer. Um, had a lot of fun there. Uh, kind of got um, interested in sports medicine when I was when I was a, a junior, senior in high school. Um, and our, uh, our athletic trainer at the time, had some connections at Clemson University. Uh, so that's uh, where I ended up doing my undergrad. Um, we They do not have a sports medicine program, so I, I fell my way into uh, secondary education. Uh, that was my that was my degree as science teacher. Um, but I did do this, this sports medicine thing while I was there. I was a student trainer for the Clemson football program for, for five years. I uh, got some scholarship and some school paid for that way. Um, so it was a, it was a lot of fun and, and really got to experience, um, college athletics from a different perspective. Um, I learned a lot about, uh, the, the inner workings of an athletic department and, uh, much more than, you know, being just a student athlete, um, we got to see the day-to-day -day operations and, and got to talk to some of those people who are responsible for managing logistics and stuff like that throughout the the season for um, mostly college football, but we worked with some other programs as well. Um, so I've been involved with athletics, you know, from from the time I was doing the youth thing all the way up through college, and um, as the as a student student trainer for the Clemson football program. Um, and, and I had some roommates and things like that that were uh, student managers. Uh, they worked with the, in the equipment room, so I got to experience that side of things as well. Uh, so a lot of those experiences have obviously been valuable for me. Um, in my career now, but um, it, it's been a it's been a ride. You know, the the growing up thing and, and starting in a really really small uh, small town and, and moving up to a a pretty large college campus was um, a really big learning experience and a, a kind of a culture shock 
uh, for a little small town country boy from uh, Bamberg, South Carolina. But yeah, I want to, uh, I want you to follow up a little bit, you know, that um, experience that you got in a program like Clemson. Um, those are some lessons that I don't think every coach or every AD has a chance to really appreciate uh, the importance of, you know, whether it's from, you know, the student trainer, or as you mentioned, the, the managers and, and just all the things that they do that you don't have that staff of eight managers at your high school. Well, maybe you do. <laughs> uh, and the coach ends up doing a lot of that. So it, that had to just really be at the time, you probably didn't realize it, but now looking back, you know, uh, what were some things that really stick out for you from that college experience that, you know, you probably have to do multiple times uh, during the week at South Florence. Anything come to mind? Sure. I mean, absolutely. Uh, obviously, from the equipment manager perspective, you know, I, I, I help manage our inventory on, on all of our sports. Um, I do all of the, the ordering and budgeting for equipment and uniforms and um, kind of got a, a really good understanding when I was at Clemson, the, the organization part of being an equipment manager and uh, how to, you know, how to keep up with inventory and how to uh, track what's going out and what's coming back in and, and making sure that uh, you have an accurate you know, kind of idea of what you're going to need to order at the end of each school year for the next year. Um, I think those are probably the biggest takeaways I got from being around that equipment manager program. And then obviously um, from the sports medicine side of it, just the importance of our athletic trainers and how valuable they are to not only, you know, the safety of our student athletes, but getting them back on the field of play, I think is, is something a lot of times, you know, people people think about sports medicine and athletic trainers and they think they're there for emergencies and they forget about the rehabilitation and, and the injury prevention part of what their job is. And, and they're just so valuable to what we do here at South Florence and our athletic programs. Um, and, and we kind of tie them in all the time on discussions of how do we make uh, the situation better for our student athletes? How do we help them develop better and stay healthy while they're doing it? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, that coach, trainer, strength and conditioning coach, you know, all working together. Uh, and again, I, I look back at my own undergrad work. I went to a very small NAI school, you know, when football was over, you know, a lot of us, you know, just kind of hung out in the, in the gym and the weight room and, you know, for basketball games and things like that, you know, you ended up seeing some of that, certainly not to the degree that you did, you know, uh, a, a, as an undergrad major, but yeah, great experience. Just tremendous. Really appreciate you sharing that for listeners. Uh, our guest today is Cody Slaughter. He's a certified master athletic administrator, state championship football coach, athletic director of the year, uh, at South Florence high school. And that's, uh, in uh, South Carolina, we're going to take a quick break, but we're coming back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Home Campus for their support of the podcast. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association management platform for the podcast. It's also your one-stop platform for things like scheduling, student-athlete eligibility and clearance, coaches clearance, and a whole lot more. As an athletic director, I used home campus every single day and it was just fantastic and you'll love it too. To find out more about what home campus can do for you and your program, all you have to do is go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. Check them out today. 
Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. We're talking with Cody Slaughter, Certified Master Athletic Administrator and the Director of Athletics for South Florence High School. Cody, um, we all have a journey in our career. You know, mine, as far as, uh, you know, being a coach in AD, has ended a couple of years ago when I retired. You know, you're still hip deep in yours. Talk a little bit about those early teaching and coaching jobs that led you to this position now at South Florence. Yeah, so uh, straight out of college, I um, I went to a very, very football-dominant school. I was at Gaffney High School for uh, one year. But, um, I, you know, I spending that, all that time with Clemson, I never took time to pay much attention to, to the X's and O's of football, even though I played it in high school. Uh, you know, and they were so far advanced to, for, for what I knew. Um, but, but my true passion was uh, in wrestling. I was a, um, a wrestling coach. Um, it's kind of what my coaching career started out as. I was an assistant there. And uh, after one year, I got a head coaching position back home at my alma mater. Um, and I, I was there for four years. Um, and, you know, I had no uh, aspirations of, of getting away from coaching, you know, anytime soon. Um, but I got into um, an administration program, uh, educational administration, uh, master's degree program, um, just because everybody tells you when you're getting into this career, you need to get that master's degree early. Uh, so I started that when I was uh, in my second or third year of, of teaching, I believe, um, just to kind of go ahead and get it out of the way and uh, really kind of enjoyed what I was learning. But I uh, coached four years at, at Bamberg, and we were fortunate. We won two state championships in, in wrestling while I was there. Um, we had several kids win individual state championships. Uh, I, I kind of found my niche. Uh, in the wrestling coaching world. And, and I have a lot of really good friends that are still in that world now. Um, more and more of them, though, are, are starting to become athletic directors lately. It's been kind of kind of interesting. Um, went on from there. I went to Sumter High School, which is a, another big, big football program school. Uh, but their athletic programs are, are you know, kind of good across the board. Um, and I was looking for a, a new challenge. Um, I, I really just you know, you get to that, that pinnacle, that kind of that mountaintop, and you think you can win it anywhere. So uh, I decided I was going to go to one of the biggest schools in our state from one of the smallest uh, and take over their wrestling program. And it was a great experience. I kind of took that program. And uh, in, in my mind, I think I turned it around a little bit. Um, they were, they were kind of kind of down when I got there. And uh, I think we made it to, to the third or fourth round of the playoffs my, my final year there. Um, and then I got into – got really interested in, in being a, an administrator uh, first as a, as an assistant principal. Uh, but then I did my first interview as an athletic director and just fell in love with it. Uh, this is just the scenarios and the questions and the situations that they asked me during that interview. Um, so that's kind of how I got into this thing. Um, after that, after that interview, which I did not get a call back for that one actually. Um, but after that interview, I contacted a former wrestling coach friend of mine that was an athletic director and said, Hey man, you know, I, I want to do this thing. I, I want to get into this, you know, this this field. What's what is your advice? And he said, you need to get uh, your CAA, your, your certified athletic administrator certification through the NIAAA. Um, so I just kind of started there. I, I started taking some classes through the NIAAA and that's kind of propelled me to where I am now. Um, just taking those courses kind of over time and, and learning uh, more about this specific career uh, and what all is what all is what all you're tasked with as an athletic administrator. Yeah. And uh, again, for our listeners, uh, obviously, 
you know, you've done a great job. I, I did some internet research and, uh, you know, South Florence is certainly reaping the benefits of your administrative excellence uh, with some state championships and you yourself, you know, being selected as the athletic director of the year. Um, looking back to some of those earlier jobs, kind of like I asked you with the athletic training and the student management, what were some lessons from some of those earlier jobs uh, that you brought with you to South Florence that uh, you've implemented? So I, I think with the coaching part of it, I think it's just learning how to develop relationships with people. Um, I think it's probably the biggest thing that I learned, especially developing relationships with your student athletes. Um, I think, you know, we get to a point and when you become an athletic director, you, you don't have your hands on the kids like you used to when you were a coach, um, but you still have to know how to, you know, how to deal with them, how to talk to them and, and kind of how to help develop them from, from afar. Um, so I think that was probably the biggest lesson I learned that I, I can still um, apply to what I do now. Uh, but always there's, you know, the, the, the planning and the logistics of running a program. Uh, you don't, on a small scale as a coach, you, you kind of get to just focus on, uh, the planning of your program, and then you just, as an AD, you're now you're applying that to kind of everybody and, and trying to get them all going in the same direction with the same goals um, that you had or, or had even as a as a as a coach before. Uh, so I think that you know just kind of the, the biggest thing is the relationships, and then maybe second there would be the um, the planning and and the uh, managing the people that that work for you and, and work under you and, and leading them in the direction that you feel like everybody should be going. Oh, absolutely. You know, building those relationships, it's the old cliche. I think I just said this on another interview, um, whether it's kids or coaches that you're working with, uh, it really applies. They don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. Uh, and you know, absolutely building those relationships. Good stuff. We're going to take another quick break. Our listeners, uh, for our listeners, our guest is Cody Slaughter. He's a certified master athletic administrator. He's the director of athletics at South Florence High School in South Carolina. Let's take that break, but we're coming back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Gipper for their support of the podcast. Gipper is the official social media graphics solution for the Educational AD Podcast. And if you go to Gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to create world-class marketing content for your school's social media channel. It's so easy, even I can do it. Celebrate your athletes, promote your teams. Gipper's used by over 3,000 athletic programs, both high school and college, and you should be using it too. There's a lot of platforms out there. Gipper is hands down the best. Go to gipper.com to get started. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. When I was a football coach, I used Huddle for years, and it was just fantastic. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided that allowed them to coach their kids at the highest level. Go to Huddle.com. We believe in sports, and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 8 million users and turn your school into a Huddle school. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. 
Cody, uh, you know, we talked about a journey and we all take that journey with our state association and with the NIAAA. So we've got a lot of young ADs that listen to the podcast. Share with them how that journey got started. How'd you first hear about your state association? How'd you get involved with uh, NIAAA? And, and maybe even tell us a little bit about your uh, CMA project. Um, so I, I was very fortunate in my first post as an AD at uh, Bluffton High School in Bluffton, South Carolina, um, to have some colleagues around me that were very, uh, very knowledgeable about the NIAAA and, and the LTC courses. Um, our um, what one of our district ADs down there, one of the one of the other schools, uh, is actually our, our LTC coordinator here in South Carolina. Um, so. Uh, I'd already started doing some of the CAA courses, just the, the uh, foundational courses that uh, AAA offers. Um, and he was like, you need, just need to, you know, keep going. Don't, don't stop taking those things. The more you learn, uh, the better off you're going to be in, in this career. So uh, I, I got CAA certified, I believe, in 2017 um, when I was just an assistant athletic director. Uh, and, and the year, year after that, I was promoted to the to the. Um, athletic director position. So uh, I used a lot of that knowledge that I, that I gained in those foundational courses to, um, I guess, woo my principal at the time with, with my knowledge of, of athletic administration. And um, I, I made her believe that I was ready to go and that, that I knew everything about this, this career. Um, and it came to find out that I really didn't know a whole lot until I got in there uh, and just kind of learned as I went. But the LTC courses, man, they have been um, so great. I think, I think, um, I think I'm up to, I don't know, 25 or 26 of them now. Um, got finished my CMAA uh, back in 2022, so last year in the spring of last year, um, and it was a an extensive journey from from CAA just because I didn't feel like I was ready to take that step of of doing a, a project where I was kind of sharing something that I was doing in in my day to day um, athletic department. So. Uh, I kind of held back on it and, and really wanted to wait until I felt like I had something that was um, going to be beneficial to other people that, that maybe it's not something that there's is presented very often. Um, so I chose to talk about a uh, coaches leadership cohort that I, that I kind of do within my building. Um, and, and the way that works is uh, they come in and, and all of my coaches, I kind of change it every year to give every coach a chance to be on it. Um, and it's a, a group of head coaches that kind of act as um, my buffer, not really a buffer, I guess they're, they're my, uh, well, they're an appeals council is what they are. Uh, so, so when we have kids that um, stray during the school day or they get suspended or whatever, if they feel that their suspension is too harsh, uh, they can kind of appeal to my coaches council um, and, and the, the coaches council will kind of talk about it and come back and say, hey, man, maybe you were too hard on this kid. Uh, maybe, maybe three games is a little much. Maybe we need to knock it back to, to one game and some um, after-school community service around the, the campus or whatever. Uh, so that's one function. Uh, the other function um, is that they help me develop and not really enforce, but they help me develop policies in quotation marks because they're not board approved, but policies within our athletic department um, that we use as our, our guidelines, things that uh, we, we expect our coaches to, to be doing on a daily basis. Um, and, you know, I think that anytime you're developing guidelines or policies, things like that, the more people that you have given input is, is always better. 
Um, it gives them some ownership of, of what you're doing as an athletic department. And it um, really helps uh, when it, when you can say, hey, guys, this, this is what me and your peers discussed, and this is what we think is best for our athletic department. Um, ultimately, I'm the one that has to enforce it, but it does give some um, collaboration and, and, and some, some kind of peer, peer group um, input into what's going on. Yeah, no, the the cohort has become so popular, uh, I would say, in the last few years. You know, the NIAAA has their own, uh, you know, leadership cohort and cohorts and other subjects. But just a great way to give coaches in your school and your building uh, those leadership opportunities. And, uh, you know, I, I love that the 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 application that you've used um as far as the the, the appeals component um uh, you know great way to get kids in um sometimes you know not on the best end but get them involved in um you know how decisions are made why decisions are made uh and then hopefully part of that is you know the restoration getting them back on the right track keeping them in the program very cool stuff cody we'll do this again at the end of the podcast but if one of our listeners wanted to reach out, add you to their network, or just pick your brain a little bit, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Um, I, I, I'm a I'm a big texter. Uh, I my my phone stays wide open all day long. Um, email's always good. Uh, Twitter, I, I try to respond to everybody. Um, also, there's the the Facebook group on uh, the group on Facebook. Excuse me, the athletic directors Facebook group. Um, I try to respond to as many questions in there as, as I can try to help out. I'm uh, always willing to share. So any really any way that they can get a hold of me is I'm going to try to get back to them. Okay. And again, for our listeners, you know, Cody's information is on the NIAAA membership portal. So check it out. Uh, Cody Slaughter, Certified Master Athletic Administrator, uh, South Florence High School, South Carolina. We're going to take another break, but we'll be back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Vital Signs Wall of Fame for their support of the podcast. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school record boards for all the teams, for all the events, or your school's Hall of Fame, go to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. Uh, again, it, it's a great way to showcase your school's history, your proudest moments, and your best and brightest. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Look at the great products when you're ready to buy. Mention the podcast. They'll give you a nice discount. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thank you to Hometown Ticketing, digital ticketing that offers more. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're not only going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online, not just for athletic events, but things like school plays, concerts, uh, dances, even graduation. But here's the best part. Every school is assigned a dedicated client success manager to provide hands-on support every step of the way. That's every step of the way. Hometown is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Do I need to say anything else? Go to hometownticketing.com to find out all the ways Hometown can help you. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. 
Cody, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So uh, I'm going to put you on the spot again. What are some things that you do at South Florence? Again, state championship teams, you've been recognized as the athletic director of the year. What are some best practices that you think separate South Florence from maybe other programs that are aspiring to uh, get to your level? Uh, I think I, I feel like our focus here on um, developing from the individual level uh, has, has kind of been uh, what has kind of put us in a on an upwards trajectory. Um, and I'm not just talking about the student athletes; I'm talking about our coaches as well. We spend a lot of time talking about what we can do to improve the experience for our coaches um, and, and how we can help them kind of develop as coaches. Uh, we try to send them to to camps and clinics and um, we talk a lot about what what is um, what's going on in their sport that is you know new and exciting and how can we make that possible for them um, so I think that that you know just thinking from a, a individual development perspective I think has, has really changed what's going on around here um, and, that, and that trickles down to your kids you know when your coaches see that you're investing in, in their development and you're investing in what's best for them uh, they kind of take on that same attitude for their kids and, and how can we or what do we need to do that is, is going to set us apart um, from a development level for, for these kids. Um, our, our football coaches and our basketball coaches uh, and all of our coaches really have really kind of stepped back from from what they're comfortable with um, and put themselves in a situation where, where maybe they're a little bit more uncomfortable with how they coach and, and how they um how they develop their kids. And I think that has, has really kind of pushed it along a little bit. Uh, another thing that we kind of focus on here is, and I know it sounds kind of cliche, is uh, the, the family culture, the family atmosphere. Um, we, we were actually at a, a rotary meeting today and our football coach spent a, an extensive amount of time talking about investing in the kids and, and creating a family atmosphere um, for his program. Uh, and a lot of our coaches now will actually have their students over to their homes uh, for, for dinner and they'll sit down with them around their table um, and, and kind of show them what that um, functioning household looks like because uh, some of our kids kids may not see that and it's just something that they need to experience so they, they know what that's like uh, but our, our coaches are, are very very caring of, of, our, of our student athletes and um, that that all goes back to way back to the beginning when we first started talking about the relationships um, so everything here is kind of focused on the a personal level. Um, I think another thing that we do or that I do, I guess, specifically is kind of advocate for the needs of our athletic department. We have a, uh, we're very fortunate to have a very, very, very uh, supportive superintendent and principal. Um, and I think that you, know, you can't, you can't undervalue that support. You know, that's, that's something that you know, a lot of people see what we do and they think, you know, that we're, we're involved in every single step of it, but um, we have a very, very supportive, you know, administration above even me. Um, and we have gone through so many like facility upgrades and, and that kind of stuff that our kids see that and they understand what's being invested into them. Um, and I think that it makes a difference in, in how they perform and how they're willing to work uh, to get better for those performances. Um, so I think you just advocate for what you need. And I think you have to, you know, be comfortable going and talking to your principal and going and talking to your superintendent. Um, when there's when there's a need and, and not being um, 
timid about that and, and knowing how to express those needs and um, really just being able to, to explain why you need it. I think um, anytime you can uh, kind of take things back to what's best for the kids when you have those conversations, I think people uh, start to start to think that you know what you're talking about a little bit. You end up getting getting most of what you need and, and a lot of what you want. Um, it's just just about how you address it, how you uh, go about presenting it to, to the people that can make it happen. Yeah, that administrative uh, support um, is one of those things you don't think about maybe coming up the ladder. But uh, as you know, it's it's vital. You could be the greatest you know, AD and work with coaches and work with kids and parents. But if you don't have that support from your, whether it's your principal, your superintendent, that school board, it's going to be very, very challenging uh, to make that uh, program successful. Um, Great, great point. Thanks for sharing that. We're going to find out some more wisdom uh, from our guest today, Cody Slaughter. We're going to take another quick break. Uh, I know that's shocking to our regular listeners, but, uh, Please stay with us. We're coming back with more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to our good friends at Snap Mobile for their support. Go to snapraise.com. That's snapraise.com. Check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. If you're looking for a fundraising platform, stop right here. SnapRaise is hands down the best program out there. They even have an option where they will give you your money before you actually do your fundraiser. Nobody else does that. But you've got Snap Store, Snap Connect, Snap Manage, and a whole lot more. You'll find it all at snapraise.com. We also want to say thank you to Sideline Interactive indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Check out their great products. Schedule a live web demo to see their scoreboards and their score tables in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Table. Tremendously versatile. We use it for home games, of course, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. You'll be impressed. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Check out their great products today. Hey, welcome back, everyone. We're visiting today with Cody Slaughter. He's the athletic director at South Florence High School. He's a certified master athletic administrator, also uh, selected as South Carolina's athletic director of the year. Cody, one of the topics that we've used pretty much since the podcast started three years ago has to do with this idea of being socially aware. I know that's a big umbrella, but do you have any advice for athletic directors on how they can do a better job in this area for their communities? Um, yeah, so uh, be, being in touch with your community and kind of knowing uh, what's going on, um, I think that the best way to do that, for, for me at least, is is just through conversation at, at our events. Um, you know, every, everybody sees what is put on social media and kind of what's in the news, and, and you see the big headlines and the big stories. Um, even if it's just from like your local news sources and that kind of thing, but you don't really get uh, the full, uh, all the details or, or the full scope of, of some of what goes on from the news. Uh, so I think I, I focus a lot on talking to people in our community when, when they're at games or um, when, when they're on campus for other events. Um, people that I, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a conversationalist. I don't, I don't want to 
um, just kind of sit back and watch. So I'll just go up and start a conversation with um, somebody that maybe I don't know, but is, is obviously one of our supporters or one of our fans. Um, and just starting that conversation always leads into kind of what's going on in the community that you maybe don't know about. Um, we had a we had some issues at one of our football games last year, and, and I found out more from talking to people uh, in our community about what actually happened than I did from reviewing film or reviewing, you know, any kind of uh, video footage for, from that event. Um, but it, it was great to just know that people um, had uh, confidence in the way that we handled it and they had confidence in, in, their, in their safety while they're at our games. Um, and we wouldn't have known that if, you know, we, we weren't talking to community members and uh, people that were actually at the game. There were a lot of rumors that were, were kind of circulating and flying around. Um, and we were able to find out, you know, from, from people and actual conversations that um, it, it really wasn't what was being rumored to have happened. So um, just being in touch and, and being social. Um, anytime you're out in town, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty visible um, in Florence because I think the only clothes I own have our logo on it. So if I'm ever – you know, ever out in town and I've got a shirt on, people will stop me and talk to me or uh, they'll want to ask questions about um, what's going on at the school. And, and again, that always just leads back to um, kind of the question, well, you know, what's going on with you? What's what's up in your part of the world or um, what, what's up in your life? And um, their people will share. I mean, they, they really do. They're, they're not um, they don't hold back. They, they will tell you kind of anything that's on their mind. and um, they, they trust you to to kind of have some, you know, discretion and some, you know, confidentiality about your conversation. And that's what you do. You know, if, if people trust you to share stuff with you, you keep it to yourself, but you, you make a note of it. And, um, you can, you can kind of know what's going on out there in, in your part of the world. Um, you know, as, as far as if you, if you're spreading out beyond our community, I mean, I, I think that the easiest way to, to know what's going on, although it's usually biased is through social media. Um, I follow a lot of, uh, journalists, especially the, the ones that cover sports in our area. Um, and it, it's always a good source to, to kind of find out what's going on statewide in terms of um, athletics, but, but also some of the, the social things that are, that are going on with different parts of the world, or not, maybe not the world, but different parts of our state um, and, and kind of what other people are facing um, that, that we may not be. Uh, there's, there's a lot going on right now with, in our state with, um, Charter schools and private schools is a, is a big topic in our uh, state right now. And uh, we've got some really good journalists that cover it, you know, pretty, pretty extensively. And I've learned so much from them um, and it's kind of changed my opinion or my view on, on those schools and, um, and how they compete and things like that. So um, have an open mind and, and be willing to have conversations and you can always know what's going on around you and uh, in your state. Yeah, you again, you really can't um, understate or excuse me, overstate the importance of that connection of communicating, you know, with your parents, um, you know, parents want to be involved. And I, I think we miss the boat when we don't. Uh, and this word gets used a lot too. become intentional about helping them get involved at the right way. You know, because if you don't, if you sit back, they're going to be involved but maybe not in the way that you want them to. So uh, absolutely great stuff. Cody, it's easy to see why you're uh, been selected by your peers as the athletic director of the year for South Carolina, uh, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always like to wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. Now 
you've already demonstrated you know your way around the world of athletics but uh, we're going to take our final break here from athletic surveys who sponsored this segment when we come back i'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on the very first job but i'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox so let's go and take that final break and when we come back we're going to find out what cody slaughter is going to put in his new athletic director toolbox please stay with us we want to say thanks to athletic surveys for sponsoring the toolbox segment athletic surveys are a quick easy and an affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program athletic directors already hear back from the complainers the two percent that want to gripe about everything athletic surveys connects you with the 2%, but they also connect you with the 98% that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable resource when you're talking with a frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to create a custom survey that will allow you to take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We have been visiting with Cody Slaughter. He's a certified master athletic administrator, and he's the director of athletics at South Florence High School in South Carolina. Cody, um, obviously, you uh, know your way around the high school athletics, but right now, I want you to send out a brand new AD on the very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in the toolbox. What three items are going to go in your new athletic director toolbox? Um, uh, for, first and foremost, I think you got to have some resolve, um, and, and you have to, you know, be be kind of uh, firm in, in your decision making, um, and, and not so not so much closed minded about it. But I think you you have, when you make a decision, you have to be confident that you made the right decision. So um, some resolve always helps. Uh, I think that would be first and foremost for me. Uh, the second thing I would say. Uh, I, my, my job is very, uh, uh, I guess task oriented, but, um, a lot of it is managing facilities and, uh, maintaining facilities and that kind of stuff. I am a huge, uh, audio book person. Um, so I, I think that, you know, any, anybody that can, uh, has to be very hands-on and, and maintaining their facilities or, uh, doing yard work, cutting grass, that kind of stuff. Uh, I listen to audio books nonstop and I try to, be very, uh, again, intentional about which books I listen to. Uh, so it's always something that um, can can help me be better at this career, this job, uh, usually somewhere in the, the realm of leadership or um, sometimes I, I listen to biographies of, of great leaders and that kind of thing. So um, just being able to kind of throw those, those headphones in and use that time when you're really working and getting your hands dirty, I think you're, uh, you're, you're, accomplishing two tasks at once you're developing yourself uh with your knowledge and, and then you're also getting your job done at the same time so uh audiobooks i think are great um for passing the time and, and uh preventing boredom when you're doing some of those things uh and then the last one for me i, I think is just patience um patience is is absolutely required uh in this position uh, you're you're going to come across tasks or you're going to come across issues uh, where it feels like the world is just on top of you and, and it's never going to work itself out. Um, and then that patience and that resolve just kind of go together to 
um, help you get through those times and, and, and know that once you get through this one, it's, you know, there's going to be another one too. And it, uh, you always just kind of remind yourself that this too shall pass. Um, you know, that's, that goes for the good and the bad, honestly. I mean, it's the good times pass and the bad times pass right along with it. So uh, just the, those three things have helped me get kind of, kind of through some situations and um, keep, well, I guess it, one, keep my job, uh, but keep my sanity as well and, and keep my family uh, together as um, because you don't want to be so stressed out when you go home that you know it, it starts tearing your family apart. So uh, I think those are those are three things that I would suggest that you uh, put in your toolbox as a as a maybe a new athletic director. Um, one I guess is technically physical, but the other two are just characteristics of I think really good athletic directors. No, I, I love it. You probably saw me writing those down. Um, the uh, the word that you used, resolve, you know, we, we've had a lot of tool suggestions in that particular category where resolve is going to go. But I think you might be the, one of the first, if not the first, to mention it uh, using that word. And it's so true. OK, um, yeah, just thanks so much for saying that. And then uh, the audio books. Um, it, it, it's a great way to I hate to say multitask, but, you know, it, it allows you to you know, really hone in on those uh, topics uh, that, as you mentioned, are, are very important to any athletic director. Very cool stuff. Cody, one more time, if one of our listeners wants to reach out, add you to their network, or just pick your brain about how you do things at South Florence, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Best way is to shoot me an email. Um, I, I kind of use that as my task list um, throughout the day. I, I kind of just um, look and see what's in there. And then as I go and, and as I've crossed something off, I file it away. So um, if you send my inbox, you're going to get a response um, and it'll, it'll be within a, you know, a day or two, but you know, we'll, that's the best way to get a response if you need something from me. Um, and I, I look forward to any, any helping anybody that needs any help with anything. All right. Well, again, thanks so much for sharing with our listeners um, and for our listeners. Um, we recorded this the night before you're listening to it. Now, if you're listening to it on day one, uh, Cody's got a great big football game coming up. I'll say tonight uh, as you're listening to this uh, defending state champs, um, all the best with that. And uh, hopefully we'll see you uh, down in Orlando for uh, this year's national conference. Be there. For our listeners, um, we do this just about every day, and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational Lady Podcast YouTube channel. Thanks, as always, for listening. Come back next time for another great interview and more best practices on the Educational Lady Podcast.